In today's show, we look ahead to Saturday in the NBA, and we look at how we're streaming in to win your week and your matchup this week, but also what we do if we're lucky to get through to next week. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble, on TikTok at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Fangio Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit Fangio.com slash Locked On today to get started. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available for, for all, available available on all platforms. We're getting towards the end of the NBA season, three weeks to go in the regular season. Thank you to everyone who's been here. Thank you to everyone who is still here. Yes, the shows will continue unabated through the end of the regular season, and there will be plenty of content straight after the regular season finishes. So don't go. I know many of you will unsubscribe from the channel and stop downloading. I get that. I wish you wouldn't, but we, um, we're still going to have plenty of stuff. It's going to be lots of fun, um, lots of different topics, lots of different interesting things that we're going to talk about. But right now, we're talking about who we are streaming in for Saturday. Two days left in the week. Yes, Friday's games are still to play, but we're looking ahead. We're trying to figure out what we're doing Saturday. We're trying to work out what we're doing across the back-to-back on the weekend. We're trying to work out what we're doing in our chunks. So, Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> All right, so the way we're going to do it the rest of the season is on for Saturdays and Sundays games, we're going to look at individual streaming categories. So we start off by looking at Yahoo Points Leagues. Who are we streaming in for Saturday? for Yahoo Points Leagues. And the top of this list, the man is on the thumbnail. He's going to be mentioned a lot today. And it is Cole Anthony. Why is he mentioned a lot? Well, Jalen Suggs has been diagnosed with a concussion. Cole Anthony played well last game. And we all have to be aware, we know that if he played well last game, he's probably going to have four points on 10 shots. That's probably going to happen. We understand that. But as I said, the value is in the volume. He plays the Saturday-Sunday back-to-back. He's probably playing both of those games without Jalen Suggs. He might play one of those games without Gary Harris and the Magic have three games in four nights coming up. So not only does he give you the benefit of injured players, Jalen Suggs, maybe injured players, Gary Harris, weekend back-to-back, yes, and a nice kickstart to next week as well. So that's why Cole Anthony is the top of this list for Yahoo Points Leagues. There is going to be bust potential here. Absolutely. We know what he's like. But this is the time. I probably could have had TJ McConnell as one of the top ads because he is. Because Tyrese Halliburton is out at least two more games. I would guess it's the rest of the week. It's my estimation, but I don't know. So McConnell is right up there. He would be added in every single situation. Um, to me, he should have been added yesterday. Yes, it's a, you know, we, we play this schedule a lot, but not when a bloke like McConnell can be a top 50 guy on a per-game basis, the schedule doesn't matter that much. So we add him. Xavier T. Ilman. It's been frustrating. There's no doubt about that with the low minutes in the last four games, under 30 minutes. But they still don't have any other centers. And now they're going with Roddy at times and Aldama and Jaron Jackson at center. But Tillman is available in over 50% of leagues. And that makes him someone that's there. And you're not going to find too many better options on the wire. 
Utah has been a wasteland all season. We know that not all season, all week. They haven't played. This is their first game, but we're back. Utah is back. So we've got Talon Horton Tucker, who's been dropped, rightfully so. Go re-add him. Callie Lenick, who was dropped, rightfully so. Go re-add him. Chris Dunn, who was dropped, rightfully so. Go re-add him. Because Colin Sexton's out at least another week. And I reckon I reckon we might be done with Sexo. To be honest, that would mean there'd be two weeks left in the regular season. I don't think we see him. So Horton Tucker, Alinek, and Dunn all dropped. Now's the time to add. They play on Saturday. Dante DiVincenzo. There is some doubt about Steph Curry. Not really. Steve Kerr seems to think he will play on Friday with a thumb issue. But Wiggins won't. Draymond is suspended Friday. But he'll be back on Saturday. But DiVincenzo is going to start. He's going to play 30 plus. And there's just value in having him. And the last guy on this list is one that I'm probably least certain about, and that's Dan Gafford, former Bulls legend. They will start him. I don't have any any lack of confidence in that. I know that's going to happen. But what they do with his minutes is the confusing part. At the moment, he's probably preferred over like a D'Lon Wright, given his minutes uncertainty, but there is still uncertainty with Dan Gafford. So there are eight names that are really strong streams for Saturday, for Yahoo Points Leagues. Now, you'll notice one of those guys has got an asterisk next to their name, and that's Cole Anthony. I'm going to put that asterisk through a lot of stuff on today's show, and what that means is they play Saturday, Sunday. So not only do you get the boost of adding them for Saturday, but you get the Sunday as well. And that's why Cole jumps to the top of this list. For ESPN Points Leagues, Cole Anthony didn't actually make the cutoff in terms of the roster percentage that I use on ESPN, which is 30%. He's at 41. But if he is available, go and add him. A lot of the same names here, McConnell, Tillman, Olenek, Horton Tucker, DiVincenzo, Gafford, all of those guys, same six names, they were on the Yahoo list. Two other names crop up here because they are just under-rostered on ESPN. One of them is Pat Beverly. Now, Beverly's value will rise if Alex Caruso happens to be out. At this stage, I don't know that. Caruso is questionable. But if he is out, then Beverly is going to really boost up. I like him even if Caruso plays though. And the other one who is unbelievably lowly rostered, is Jaden McDaniels. Not the Philadelphia one, the Minnesota one. He's under 30% rostered on ESPN. And I know that I have said lots of times that Jaden McDaniels is not a must-roster points league player. He's not, because he just sort of hovers around that 140, 150 range. But under 30% is not a number I was expecting. So he's there. And a great stream on an eight-game Saturday coming up. Just a name that's... Those other guys, I'd prefer McConnell. I'd prefer Olenek and Horton Tucker. That's in... Those names are in order of how I've projected their points. Beverly's will jump higher if Caruso is out. But there's still... The fact that McDaniels is there, look, that gives you a lot of interesting streaming options through for Saturday in an ESPN points league. Today's episode is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Ari. Not only is this episode brought to you by that, but the most electric player of the week is also brought to you by that exact same automobile. The player of the week, I'm going to give it to DeMontis Sabonis. He has scored the second most fantasy points over the last week, totaling almost 218 fantasy points. He's powerful. They, you can't stay in front of him. once he, He's driving, charging to the rim. He's powerful. But there's elegance to it as well. It's the passing, it's the feeding, it's the really running this whole offense. The duality, the crossover power of DeMontis Sabonis is very similar to the 2023 all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria, which packs pin-to-your-seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. Sabonis is your most electric player of the week.
That will take us through to category leagues. Yes, it will. Let's stream in the points category for Saturday's action. And I am putting this guy on the list because he, he can score points. The yeah, Dylan Brooks. There's no Jar Morant still. We know that. It won't be until next week. So Brooks is going to score maybe. Like last game, he only scored seven points and he was really, really low in usage. But can Dylan Brooks contain himself that much? I don't know. But he is really a strong option here. Talon Horton Tucker, we've discussed already. There's no Colin Sexton. He will start. He could score 20. He could score 11 on 11 shots. He could score 20 on seven shots. We know that there is efficiency issues with him. But he's going to get lots of opportunity. And that's really what we're searching for at this point in the season. Eric Gordon is an interesting one. He has a back-to-back. So you'd expect that Kawhi sits one of them. Although I'm not certain on that. And I don't think Paul George is sitting. I'm not certain that Kawhi is going to sit. But Eric Gordon is playing more minutes. He's playing minutes um, as they're limiting guys like Westbrook at times as well. There's still no Norman Powell. Gordon's not doing much more. But 16 points? Maybe. He's a guy that's available lots of spots. And with a weekend back-to-back, when you're looking to boost your points category, and he helps in threes as well, he's there. Timothy John McConnell, easy one. I don't care that he doesn't start. He's going to play good minutes, 27 to 30 minutes, 33 minutes. Yes, they inexplicably played 23 minutes of George Hill yesterday, but I'm not really worried about McConnell's value here. Jordan Nwora, his teammate. Now, Nwora's value will boost if Chris Duarte happens to be out. But Nwora is the guy, or Matherin's out, he'll continue to be out. But Nwora started last game with Duarte out. And even if he comes off the bench, it doesn't really worry me. He can drop 20. And he dropped 20 last game. He, that's what he does, his score. And with no Matherin and no Halliburton, he's a pretty good opportunity. But he's got a pretty good opportunity. Malik Monk's here. They said, you know, Kevin Herter is day-to-day with his hamstring strain. Like, why lie? Okay. Are they go- Honestly, is he going to miss zero games? No chance. And if they do... Well, you know, that's terrible um, doctoring. Doctoring is not the right word. Medical advice. It's a hamstring. Just sit out for a week at minimum. At minimum. It is absolutely unheard of, I think, in any other sport for someone with a hamstring strain to miss anything fewer than two weeks. NBA, are you day-to-day? I don't know why they lie. We will see if they do decide to play Kevin Herter. But I will be, I will be stunned if Herter plays. And he shouldn't play. Rule him out. Sit down. Rest it. What are you doing? How many times have we seen guys reaping their hammy? How many times has Colin Sexton reaping his hammy? How's Zion Williamson's hammy going? How's Bradley Beal's hammy going? It happens all the time. Um, so Monk is going to get increased value, but it's really hard to project out because these idiots are saying day-to-day is questionable. Ah. Anyway, Malik Monk, good stream. Corey Kispert gets 30 minutes most nights. They're relatively healthy at the moment, the Wizards, but they still find a way to get him minutes. Now, he doesn't do very much else. It's points and threes. We know this, but there is a good opportunity here. And then Aaron Neesmith, who, again, trusting him, he is like, I don't even know. It's like putting your head in an open tiger's mouth. Maybe you get away with it, but you probably don't. Neesmith put up really good scoring last game, but man, this guy could go one of 11. Like, honestly, no exaggeration. He might Blake Wesley his way to 8% shooting. This is how inconsistent he can be. But we try it. We know the role is there. Three-pointers. We're looking at DiVincenzo, Kispert, Brooks, Gaz, Harris. Nice, Gary! Harris does have the weekend back-to-back. I don't think he plays both of those games with his iffy hamstring, but there's value in him if he plays. The Moose, Mike Muscala. So why have I got Muscala there? Well, it is the second game of a back-to-back for Boston, meaning Al Horford is going to sit, I would guess. So Muscala, 
And Blake Griffin probably get increased minutes. And if Muscala gets 20 minutes, he might hit three threes. So he's available everywhere. But there should be an opportunity for him, if Horford sits as we expect, to put up some big numbers. George Niang, he doesn't literally doesn't do anything else. 12 points, four threes. Nine points, three threes. Six points, two threes. That's what, that's what he does. Jordan Wara, and then Eric Gordon, again, the asterisk. Weekend, back-to-back. You might get four threes out of one waiver ad. Might get six. You honestly might get eight. You probably won't, but you might. So he has got really strong value across the three-pointers there. If we look at rebounds, Xavier T. Ilman is at the top. I know the minutes are frustrating, but you don't find many good rebounders. And you'll see this when we get to blocks later. It's bloody hard. Tillman's there. Kevin Love, weekend back-to-back. They haven't sat him in back-to-backs in Miami. He's not good. He's playing 18, 20 minutes a night, but 40 minutes, 12 rebounds across 40 minutes, maybe. Isaiah Hartenstein. Yeah, look, they are splitting some minutes with him and Mitchie Robinson, so we'll see where that goes, but there's six or seven maybe from him. Danny Gafford's a good rebound guy. That's an obvious one. The Cockroach, Mason Plumley back in action. Two games across the weekend. I don't think Zubats is at any risk of resting, but Plumley, that's you know, 19 minutes a game, 38 minutes. Six, seven rebounds in 19 minutes. He can do that. It's not easy to find good rebound players, and Plumlee's one of them. This one's always going to be risky. We go to Indiana, and I think we look at Jalen Smith. Smith was the primary backup last game, and going by previous Ricarlo patterns, he'll be the primary backup again on Saturday. And then he'll have two games where he isn't the primary backup. So Smith is an option, but... Carlisle could change that plan and it could blow up in our face and he could play zero minutes. Denny Avdia, solid rebounder for a wing. And then Andre Drummond, one of the best rebounders. Now his minutes are always low, but he probably only needs 14 minutes to be on the same level as like an 18-minute Hartenstein or a 22-minute Gafford. He's that good of a rebounder. We know this. We've seen Andre Drummond do this time and time again. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy. And we'll know that there's difficulties in the world, whatever it is, it's rising costs, it's stress in family, micro, macro stresses, whatever it is, and getting to understand ourselves and find ways to cope with all those problems, external and internal. That's what therapy is there for, for you to talk through your problems and find better coping skills to be able to get through these challenges in life and be your best self. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or we don't know how to get what we want or we don't know why we react the way that we do until we talk things through. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, they ask you a lot of different questions about yourself and they try to match you with a therapist who will be best for you. But... If that doesn't work, and if you don't have that connection, you can just change your therapist free of charge because there's no like there's nothing worse than having a therapist you don't connect with, you don't get anything out of it. You've got to find the right person and BetterHelp gets you there. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. Let's stream in some assists. Very obvious, TJ McConnell. Absolute no-brainer. You're not going to find a better assist streamer than this. It's I, I don't really need to say anymore. You can't find a better one. Monte Morris is not bad as well. 27 minutes, probably five, six, seven assists. Starting point guard, available in 50% plus of leagues. I don't love him, but it's good value. Taylor Horton Tucker, starting point guard. Andrew Nampard, starting point guard. Patrick Beverly, starting point guard. Not often that you get four starting point guards 
plus a 30-minute reserve point guard, like TJ McConnell, who are available in 50% plus of leagues. DiVincenzo, not a point guard, but starter. Chris Dunn, 23-minute backup. DeLon Wright, 23-minute backup. Usually, it's hard to find assists off the waiver wire. This week, it's not. It's, it's actually not. These are all really solid options who I'd feel comfortable that can get five to six with upsides of nine. Maybe maybe nine for DiVincenzo is too much. Maybe nine for Wright is too much. But they can all get big numbers here. So it is actually, weirdly, an interesting time on Saturday to stream in assists. Don't You don't see it very often, but it's here. Steals. We're always in a good spot to stream steals. And Xavier Thielman, talked about this with Dan Titus on the Mailbag Show yesterday. He is not prime Andre Drummond, but he's one of the best center steals guys. Like a Nerland's Noel, the way that he can get steals is a big man. It's not common. He gets them, and he's there. DeLon Wright, Chris Dunn, two of the better steals guys we've seen in the league over the last few years. These are players, if they played 30 minutes a night, might actually get Alvin Robertson-style three steals a game. McConnell, another excellent one. DiVincenzo, Pat Beverly, Andrew Nampard, and then Gaz Harris with the weekend back-to-back as well. Lots of excellent steals options. Excellent. Some of the best steals guys you'll find are available in lots of leagues. And we will talk about this a lot. Steals, and you've no, you'll notice this following these shows all season. Steals and threes, you can find so many great contributors on the wire continually. So deprioritizing them in fantasy drafts, I think is probably a way to go. They are everywhere, abundant. Blocks are not. Dan Gafford's probably the best shot blocker available. He might be a three-block guy. And then it gets iffy, like real quick, real quick. Like, because Tillman's not a good shot blocker. And then we're talking Jalen Smith sticks. Like, does he even play? I think so, but I don't know that. I've got Paul Reed, who might rack up three blocks in 20 minutes. He might play seven minutes and not get a single one. I've got Hartenstein, who might play 24 or might play 17 minutes. He might block a shot or might not. I've got Taylor Horton Tucker, who's a point guard. I've got Patrick Beverly, who's a point guard. Maybe they block one shot. And then I've got Bol Bol, who's got a weekend back-to-back. There is the absence of Jalen Suggs, which you don't think helps him, but the reason that Bol was able to get minutes early in the season is because the guards were out and they played Wagner down and pushed Bol into the lineup. And he can block two shots in 17 minutes. Now, I'm not here to tell you that Bol's a good player because he isn't, but he's in the rotation and he might see extra playing time. And even if he only plays 16 minutes, he still can get two blocks and he's got a back-to-back. So... While I'm notoriously have been down on Bowl as a player, I think this is not a bad situation to look at him. And then there's Tillman, again, starting center, but he's not a very good shot blocker. Field goal percentage. Dan Gafford, the cockroach Mason Plumley with a back-to-back, also really good there. Andre Drummond, haven't done this one in a while, the tank Tom Bryant. Back-to-back for Denver. He's not playing a huge amount of minutes or getting counting stats, but he can influence your field goal percentage. Paul Reed's there. Damian Jones in Utah is the backup center. Um, Chemezi Metu, maybe only plays 10 minutes. Probably only plays 10 minutes, but he's a high field goal percentage player in Sacramento. And then Bowl is there as well as another high field goal percentage guy. In terms of free throw percentage, we're looking at Malik Monk, Aaron Neesmith, Flaming Mo Wagner, back-to-back. Kevin Love, back-to-back. The Duck, Luke Kennard, Corey Kispert, Dillon Wright, and Gabe Vincent's got a weekend back-to-back, and we don't know whether Kyle Lowry is going to play. We assume he plays one, but probably not both, but I don't know that. In terms of injury replacements for Saturday, the burner Jalen Brunson, I think he's going to return, but if he is out, we get quickly bumping up, and then we go probably to Grimes, and deeper leagues go to um, Juice McBride in that situation. I am going to drop a deuce on everybody. 
With Jalen Suggs out, it's Cole Anthony as the big beneficiary there. Then it goes to Gary Harris. Then maybe it's Kavon Harris after that. But it's uh, Cole Anthony, the clear one there. Chris Duarte is questionable if he is out. Jordan Wara. And then Aaron Neesmith is the order. I'd be looking at those guys. We know that Matherin and Halliburton are out. If Rudy Gobert is out, who is questionable, then we go to Nas Reed, the Wizard of Noz. But Reed is also questionable. So if Reed is out, we go to Luka Gaza. And then Nathan Knight as well. If Kevin Herter is out, which I expect he is, Malik Monk and then Terrence Davis. If um, Steph Curry is out, I don't think he will be, but DiVincenzo gets the boost. And then Anthony Lamb got converted from a two-way onto a full-time contract, so he is now available to play. Ty Jerome cannot. That's not true. Ty Jerome can play a couple of games. So Jerome would be in that mix as well because he wasn't at his 50. I think he's got two games left. So he's there. If Alex Caruso is out, we go to Beverly, Pat Williams, and Kobe White in that order. If Kyle Lowry is out, I go to Gabe Vincent and then Victor Oladipo, who was a DNP last game. They're my injury replacements. We're streaming the weekend back-to-back, Saturday, Sunday. Cole Anthony, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Terrence Mann, Eric Gordon. Again, that's under the assumption Kawhi sits, but I don't know. Bruce Brown, Caleb Martin, the Cockroach, Mason Plumley, and Gabe Vincent all have some value. Top eight guys, I think, to stream with a back-to-back in mind. If we want to look at the next four days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all of those four days are streamable. They're all low-volume days. We can stream in all of those days. So we're looking at Cole Anthony. Again, really talking him up at the moment. Three games in four nights. TJ McConnell, love him as an ad. They are the two priorities, I think, across everything. Malik Monk, pretty strong ad as well. Three games in four nights. Trey Lyles, three games in four nights. Eric Gordon, three games in four nights. Terrence Mann, three games in four nights. Dante DiVincenzo, two games. And then the Cockroach, Mason Plumley, three games as well. So we're really looking to... And we're going to talk about this. We'll talk about it right now. We're really looking at the three games in four nights. The Clippers, the Magic... Actually... The Clippers, the Magic, uh, and the Kings have three games in four nights. So they're the teams that we're targeting for that short-term bump. There are no teams that play a four-game in five nights. There are three teams that play four games in the next six nights. It's the Clippers, strong schedule coming up for the Clippers. The Clippers, the Knicks, the Clippers and the Knicks had a stinking schedule last week, but now they've got a good schedule coming up. And it's the ma- the Magic as well, play four and six. No team plays five games in seven nights, but there are five teams that play five games in the next eight nights. The Clippers, the Sixers, the Jazz, coming off a stinking week, the Pacers, and the Kings. So the five games in eight nights, if Halliburton's out there, that's gigantic value for McConnell. If Matherin's out, it's big value for Noora and Neesmith. Big boosts coming up. If Herder's out, big boost for Monk. Smaller boost for Davis. Well, Davis actually is a big boost. He goes from zero minutes to maybe playing 20. But they're the good schedules in the next eight days. Clippers, Sixers, Jazz, Pacers, Kings. And that, guys, will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.